This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today, and we're looking at John 15, 9. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. It's all about the love of God. Abide in my love. Stay in my love. I love you the way the Father loves me. It is the love of Jesus that changes people's lives. I remember many years ago when I pointed out and said, Jesus loves you. There was a woman, and the power of God came through her. She said, what was in your finger? I said, nothing was in my finger. That was the power of God. She said, when you said Jesus loved you, you pointed to me, and the power of God came upon me, and I was changed. Jesus loves you. As the Father has loved Jesus, so Jesus has loved you. Stay in my love. Abide in my love. If you abide in my love and keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Keeping the commandments of God. What are the commandments of God? To love God with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole mind, our whole body, and to love our neighbor as Jesus loves us, even unto death. Abide in my love. Stay in my love. If you stay in my love, you will do great things. It's all about the love of God. It's all about God's love for us. It's about he has chosen you. He has chosen me. We have not chosen him first. He said, I choose you to go out and to bear fruit, and your fruit should last. And to love God, the beginning of intimacy and friendship with God is the fear of the Lord. Friendship with the Lord is for those who fear him. It says it in the Psalms, and make known and he makes known to his covenants. When we fear God, we become his friend, we get filled with his love, and he trusts us and he makes covenant with us, which is trusting us with the anointing. And it's not a servile fear like I'm afraid of God. It's that God is my father. Jesus is my best friend. I fear not doing his commandments. I fear offending him. I don't want to do anything that makes me fall outside the love and the will of God. You know, we're made in the image and likeness of God. So God can be hurt by what we say, by what we do. You know, Jesus tells us that even if we look at a woman with lust we sin so jesus can even know our thoughts so we even want to try to not think things that can come against god you know god is such a good father and you're his child and he just wants you to trust him love him be attentive to him at every moment you know in the world we're attentive to so many things we're attentive to our job and to sports and all these things we kind of need to be. But God wants us to be attentive to him every second of the day, every moment, and do what he wants us to do. 
be what he wants us to be, feel what he wants us to feel, because God wants us to feel his love so we can release it upon others. You know, when we pray for people, it's important. You know, God does miracles, and we see miracles all the time. And God wants to use you to work his miracles. But it's just as important that after we pray for someone, not only maybe Jesus does a miracle and he heals them, but did they see Jesus through us? Did they feel the love of God through you? Can someone look at me after I pray for them and say, wow, God encountered me with his power, but in Anthony, in Father Tom, I can feel the love of Jesus radiating through them because it's the love of God that brings people to conversion. We don't need to do all these grand things. We just need to love. The other day I was at the gym and I was leaving the gym and there was a there was a kid walking out covered in tattoos, you know, smoking and he had a big necklace called with the name Sin on it and the Lord was like go speak to him. And I was like, okay, and I really didn't want to, not because of like what he looked like, just I wasn't having like a day flowing in the spirit. But I chased him down and I was like, yo, bro. And I just was like, Jesus wants to encounter you. And I forget what I said, and, but whatever I said, it was from the Lord. But then what I really realized was, it doesn't really matter what I say. It's the love I embody, that I love on this kid, that I just say that Jesus wants to encounter him, that I want prayed for him. And you know, we we water the seeds. We don't drown them. We just plant the seeds and we wait for someone else to water them. But the watering of the seeds is love. Just last Wednesday, there was a woman who came to me who had sprained her ankle, and her ankle was swollen. And we prayed in the name of Jesus by the power of the cross. She was completely healed. I was speaking to someone today from Gloucester many years ago at Holy Rosary. The man came to my window in the car, and I prayed over him. He was delivered of cancer. This is the power of God. We cannot do these things on our own. This is the power of God. This is the love of God. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Stay in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. How we need that joy to continue doing the works of God. The joy of the Lord is our strength. 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 It's not only joy, it's the Lord's joy. We need the Lord's joy to preach the gospel. We've been doing this for 40 years by the grace of the living God. The joy of the Lord keeps us going. How we need that joy. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you even unto death. How did he love us? Unto death. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you even unto death. There's no time 
to be throwing down Christians. There's no time to be saying, well, they're not Catholic. Oh, no, there's no time for that. We're called to love one another as he has loved us even unto death. There's no time for Protestants to say, well, are Catholics saved? Catholics aren't saved. There's no time for that. It's time to love one another as he has loved us even unto death. And the key is that God doesn't want you to love with human love. He wants to fill you with divine love. God wants to fill you with divine joy. Joy is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. God wants to release into you all of his divine properties. You know, we share in the divine nature with Christ. We share in the divine nature with Christ. Jesus is the light of the world. So when that light from heaven comes into you and it floods into you, the first thing it does, and it's uncomfortable, is it begins to drive out all the darkness. Everything we're feeling when we're in the anointing a lot of times, it's the old stuff coming up. It's coming up and you got to let it out. The only way the bad stuff can leave you, first it needs to come up and then it comes out. But Jesus wants to fill you with the fire of the Holy Spirit. He wants to fill you with all of the properties of heaven. So you walk in this world as Jesus walked in this world. So you love people as Jesus loved people. So you have the power of God as Jesus had the power of God. You are nothing but a vessel for God's glory, for Jesus's holiness. You know, holiness isn't what we do, it's what God puts into us. Because only God can make us holy. And God wants to deposit his holiness within you. God wants to deposit his divine life in you. God wants to deposit the, the love of the Father in you. How do we do it? We let go of our will and we receive God's will. Jesus, when he created you, created you and he put destiny within you. When our soul becomes fragmented, so does our destiny. But as our interior becomes healed, as the love of God places us back together, then our destiny becomes established in this world. Then suddenly everything in our life keeps, comes putting back together. Our finances, our families, we meet our partner, whatever you need. It's about the interior life because whatever's going on within you is projected into the world. When you let the peace of Christ flow through you and the love of Christ flow through you, then you can be in the biggest storm, but it's like you're in the eye of the hurricane always. And you're always in a place of perfect peace. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, but not as the world gives to you. In this world, you will have tribulation, but take peace. Because in Jesus, he said, I have overcome the world. And Jesus created you to be an overcomer, a victor, a miracle worker. But that comes with receiving the Father's love. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you even unto death. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. That's what Jesus did. You are my friends. Hallelujah. If you do what I command you to do. You are my friends if you do what I command you to do. 
if you do the will of God. You are my friends. In Italian, there's a group of people called Amici di Gesù, friends of Jesus. We are the friends of Jesus. Not only are we the fathers, sons, and daughters, we are the friends of Jesus. Do you know that today? What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. But we got to do what he tells us to do. And it's not always easy, and we may not always want to do it, but we got to do what Jesus tells us to do, what the Holy Spirit leads us to do. And when we do what God tells us to do, that leads us right into freedom. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. He makes known to us everything that he's heard from the Father. Jesus only does what he sees the Father doing. Jesus only says what he hears the Father saying. Yes, you are my friends if you do what I command you to do. And what does he command us to do? He commands us to believe. He commands us to love. He commands us to call each other friends. He commands us to build each other up, not to tear each other down. It's not time to tear each other down. It's time to build each other up. You say, but they're not Catholic. I don't care what they are. If they love Jesus, it's time to build each other up, not to tear each other down. The only one that tears the one down is the devil himself because he hates what Jesus is doing. It's time to build and to care for one another as he cares for us. Do you care for your brother? Do you care for your brother enough that you pray for him, that he be healed, that he be delivered from sickness? Oh yes, it's time to do that. We have, when we go out on Saturday, people come up to me and said, Father, the anointing from you taught me to pray with the sick, and I see them getting better. I said, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? The anointing from me came upon them, and they pray for the sick, and the sick get better. Oh yes, that's what it's all about. It's not about, well, I'm going to teach you this. It's not about teaching. It's about the anointing. The anointing on me came upon Hugh, and Hugh prays for the sick, and he watches them get better. It's all about the anointing, which breaks the yoke. It's about the anointing that the Lord has put upon us. Do you have that anointing, that anointing which is of God the Father, of God the Son, of God the Holy Spirit? But we need to be open to the anointing and obedient to the will of God. The devil wants us isolated. you got to be where the anointing is. It's not good enough to read your Bible and be on your own. That's not God's order, and that's not how God does things. God gives us a community. God gives us elders above us. The anointing, it can come sovereignly, but in the Bible, it comes from Elijah to Elisha. It comes down. 
from Paul to Timothy. It comes through people. The anointing is transferred to the laying on of hands. If you're not at a church where the anointing is flowing, find one. Come to St. John's on Wednesday night. Holiness is caught, not taught. I caught it from Father Tom. We just want to do the best and God does the rest. In our life, we want to do the best and God does the rest. What's the best we can do for God? It's making the intention to please God at every moment of our life. If you're listening right now, you're doing it. You're, you're catching the anointing from this broadcast. You know, when I first came to God, God uses the internet with me and YouTube. For so many years, forever, you would have to wait months and months to hear a speaker or a prophet or an anointed vessel of God come. Now we have access to every, to every person through the YouTube, through the internet. And when they pray for you, I catch the anointing. Jesus says, let it be done to me according to you, let it be done to you according to your faith. So at the end of the broadcast, when someone's preaching a sermon in California or at New York or on Sid Roth, and they pray at the end of the broadcast, me and Father, we lift our hands and we catch the anointing. Because there's no space in the spirit realm. There's no time. God can do anything at any time. Now, just because you do this doesn't mean you're not, you don't go to a church that the anointing's flowing at. It's and. It's both and. It's like the Eucharist and the Word of God. They are both the bread of life. As I've often said, we need the fireplace and the fire. The fireplace is the church. But without the fire, it's cold. The fire without the fireplace is dangerous. We need both the fire and the fireplace. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Imagine, out of all the people in the world, the Lord chose you to go out and to bear fruit, and your fruit would endure. And I appointed you to go bear fruit fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. So, Father, we ask in Jesus' name today that we would fear God with all of our hearts and that our prayers would be answered because Jesus said it. I'm going to, I'm giving you these commandments so that you may love one another. Again, it's all about love. It's all about faith working through love. If the world hates you, be aware that it hated me before it hated you. If you belong to the world, the world would love its own. But because you do not belong to the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. You do not belong to the world. You belong to the Son of God. You belong to the Father. You belong to the Holy Spirit. You do not belong to the world. The world, the only thing I do in the world is to preach the gospel. I do not belong to the world. The world has nothing to give me, nothing at all to give me. I want to know that I belong to Jesus. I belong to the Father. I'm a friend of God. He is my Father. I'm a friend of Jesus. He is my Savior, my Lord. I'm a friend of the Holy Spirit. He is my comforter.
lot of times when we get saved, we start, we become a servant of God. We just try to serve Him and to do His will and not to sin. And as we go deeper, we become a friend of God. But when your relationship is really established is when you become a son or daughter of God. From servant to friend to child. You're a child of God. And when you're in the Father's house, you don't need to ask to use the graces of God because every, everything I have given to you, I have you own. Everything God has, you own, you possess. And it's about accessing it. It's about accessing God's love, accessing God's power, accessing God's destiny for your life. And the way we really do it is we get out of our way. We're not battling with ourselves. We're just looking up and being filled with the love of God. The way you can only be like who you behold. You can only be like who you behold. Are you beholding Jesus? My favorite thing about being saved in Jesus is beholding the Blessed Sacrament in adoration. There's days where I sit in front of the Blessed Sacrament and adore Jesus in the Eucharist. Father knows for six, seven, eight hours, but it feels like it goes by in 20 minutes because I'm sitting with God, body, blood, soul, and divinity. From the Eucharist, all the graces of heaven are flowing into me. From the Eucharist, God's divine nature is changing my human nature. I'm being overwhelmed by the love of God. I am being transfigured in my interior. I am being transformed in my being, not by my power, but because I am supernaturally receiving all of heaven within me. And that God wants to give it to you. The beginning of intimacy with God is the fear of the Lord. The Psalms, the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him. Do we fear the Lord? Not like, oh, you know, I know this is a sin, but I'm living under grace, brother, so God's going to forgive me. No, no, it's having that heart for the Father. That look at what Jesus, he died on the cross for me. The Father created me. He's my maker. The Holy Spirit is leading me into all truth. There is nothing I will do to offend God. I don't fear losing anything besides the intimacy of God. And I won't do anything to get in God's way of blocking that intimacy that he's given to you, to you. Servants are not greater than their master. If they persecuted me, Jesus said, they will persecute you. One person said, everybody loves Father Tom. I said, that's not true. God forbid. God forbid, because I know people don't like what I do, but that's their problem. Everyone doesn't love me, thanks be to God. Because Jesus said, if everyone loves you, you're of the world. You're doing the things of the world. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. They will do this on account of the name of Jesus, because they do not know the Father who sent Jesus. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him might not perish, but have eternal life. God did not send the Son into the world to condemn you, but that the world might be saved through him. They do not know him who sent me. If I had not come, 
and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had done, if I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not have sinned. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. It was to fulfill the word that was written in their law. They hated me without a cause. Why do they hate him? Because he's the truth. Why do they hate him? Because he's the truth. He's the life. He's the way. The only way. The only truth. The only life. You know, there's no other way to God but through Jesus. There's no other way to God but through Jesus. He, there's no other truth from God but through Jesus. There's no other life but through Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And he loves you. And he has a plan for your life. And he says, follow me. Don't worry if the world hates you. It hated me before you. It's going to be all right. Just keep on looking to me. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. Jesus is the one who put life within you. So only every thing of your destiny, every goodness and grace can be unlocked through Jesus Christ. When I woke up today, I was at my house. The Lord said, come do this broadcast with Father immediately. See him. So I said, yes, Lord, I came. And when I got here, the Holy Spirit filled me, and I was so happy to see Father. Now Father's going to release this grace over you. Father, just pour out your Spirit upon them. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, you said when the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, even the Spirit of Truth who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. Father, pour out the Holy Spirit upon your people, upon your friends, so that they would testify to the love of Jesus. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon them today, now, and always. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. In Season and Out of Season. Oh.